Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. After I talked to Whitney Million last week and her interview, it made me start thinking about how do I cultivate being open to possibility instead of trying to plan out every detail. So one of the things Whitney said is sometimes we need to be open to life to allow it to happen. Happiness is there and accessible if we can stop planning, making lists, and trying to control every detail. But boy, do I have a hard time being open to life. In January, I cut back from working four days a week to three days a week. And those two days off, you would think that I would be lounging around and doing yoga, but I have those two days planned out down to the hour. Like my husband's like, could we meet for coffee sometime or like go for a walk? And I'm like, no, sorry, I don't have any extra time. And that's not a good way to live life. (laughs) So if you're like me, you may be waiting on someone to give you permission to rest, like permission to take a break. Early in the pandemic, it felt like we were all given a chance to see life unfold before us instead of like planning out each step. When I was um, put on furlough or given a chance to take a furlough, it felt like a permission slip. Except I slowly added more stuff. I piled it up. I ramped up my writing expectations and goals. I joined new committees and groups and classes. And I scheduled phone calls and appointments, even though they were on Zoom. And I slowly filled up the precious time that I'd been given. So how do we let ourselves be open to life? How do we just let it happen? I am a planner by nature. When I did the Strength Finder, I've told y'all my number one strength is futuristic, like planning, daydreaming, brainstorming. So if I'd been stuck in South Africa like Whitney, I probably would have spent at least half of my days daydreaming about the next step. (laughs) So is it possible to live in the moment, to stop trying to figure life out and let it be more like an ocean? So sometimes the waves lift you up. And other times you're down in the trough of the wave. I mean, after all, the idea that we can control stuff is just our ego, right? I mean, look at the name of this podcast, Recharting Your Life with Hope. That's sort of a dead giveaway that I think I can plan out each step of my future. So as I pondered all this, I realized that there are steps that you and me, we can all take to stop micromanaging, but still chart a course. So here's what I jotted down. Number one, 
First, have a vision of what you would like to see happen. Writing it out is, writing it out is a powerful way to bring it to reality. I wrote in my journal a few years ago that I wanted to live overseas for a year. Number two, know that this vision isn't guaranteed. Events may not happen as you envision, but having this vision will open you up to the possibility of a future that's different from your current circumstances. So no, we did not end up moving overseas for a year, but it did open us up to exploring the possibility of an extended visit. And it turns out two weeks was the perfect amount of time to learn about Guatemala, explore it, let our kids experience international travel and otherness. Number three, look for possibility. So notice conversations, comments, people who pass your way. In my recent interview with Whitney, she said the cute guy with the South African accent needed a ride to the airport. She probably was not thinking he's going to end up being my future husband, but she was open to possibility. I interviewed a lady last night. You'll hear her story um, in a few weeks. And she said that one day she was she threw out the comment about being tired of working as a solo artist and that she would like to do something else. And her friend was there and her friend heard her. And she's like, well, have you thought about um, commissioning art like for a big apartment building? And so my friend was like, you know, but I would definitely do that. And so she ended up getting the job. She became an art advisor and curator and opened her own business. But she was open to trying something new. So she noticed when her friend said, you know, there's an apartment building looking for someone to help pick out the art. Number four, notice your resistance to changes in your plans. If you feel resistance, this means you need to practice letting go. This is your ego. Your ego wants things the way she wants them. She wants things the way she's envisioned them. Your inner self, however, is flowier. She knows resistance is futile and leads to unhappiness because of unfulfilled expectations. So you could even name the two parts of yourself. You could call it like resistant Rachel, no offense to my friends named Rachel, and flowy Fiona. So when you feel resistance bubbling up, tell resistant Rachel to just take a chill pill and relax. I was in the orthodontist office yesterday, y'all, and the appointment went, went way longer than I thought. And I had planned to do yoga at lunch, and the appointment just kind of went on and on and on. And I felt resistant Rachel nudge me and ask in an angry whisper, how much longer am I going to be here? And she was like, go ask them what's taking so long. And she reminded me about my plans to do yoga. And she's like, it's ruined. You're never going to make it home in time. But flowy Fiona interrupted and said, but I'm reading an amazing book. And how cool is it that I have time to sit and read? So I ended up listening to Flowey Fiona, and I'll tell y'all about the book in this week's newsletter. So if you haven't signed up, go to my website or shoot me an email and sign up. Number five, remain grateful. So notice when things do go your way. So the other day, a friend picked up the tab for my lunch. Or maybe a meeting gets canceled and you end up having way more free time than you thought. 
Or for me, it might be like a patient canceling their appointment um, if they're the last one before lunch or the last one of the day. That's like a gift. (laughs) Number six, notice your thoughts. If you're like me and you go down a rabbit hole of planning out the next 10 years, just notice this. Your brain starts going, and then, and then, and then I'll do this. And just notice. Try replacing the planning thoughts with a mantra like, I am open to possibility. Say this when you feel yourself going into planning mode. Number seven, ask yourself how you're feeling. Let this guide you instead of letting your brain figure it out with thinking. It turns out I didn't feel like doing yoga yesterday. I could I could have driven like a maniac. I had enough time to get home and like jump right on Zoom and do the class. But instead, my body felt hungry and I was cold because I'd been sitting in this office for two hours. So I got home, got my lunch, and I sat on the trampoline in the sun. So as you go through the rest of your week, I want you to just cultivate this new awareness and see if you can be open to possibility. So if you would like, sign up for my email. You can go to the website, hopethepa.com. If you like this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend so that they can benefit from it too. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website, hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.